You're listening to Finale, episode number three, The Wonder Years. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. Yeah. Oh, baby, how Hello and welcome to another edition of Finale, the podcast that revisits the series finale of a beloved TV show that at least one of us has watched. I'm Ron Richards and I'm here with Carrie Angolia. Hello. And uh, this time around, we're, we're breaking format a little. When we started doing the show, we wanted to talk about doing just kind of like more contemporary shows, like in the la- in the 2000s. But uh, thanks to a recent uh, Beatles resurgence and listening to the song A Little Help From My Friends, uh, we ended up talking about The Wonder Years. And then I believe I said, oh, that Wonder Years finale. And I said, what Wonder Years finale? And then I said, oh, we got to do that. <laughs> So here we are. We're talking about The Wonder Years, uh, which was a show that was on ABC. It premiered on January 31st in 1988, and it ran for six seasons. Uh, and it ended, the series finale was a two-part, hour-long episode, broke, you know, two half-hour episodes broken, you know, extended into one hour, uh, that aired on May 12th, 1993. Uh, it was a Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Uh, it came in number one in its time slot uh, for the series finale. Uh, the culmination... Uh, of a, a lot of teenage janks. A lot of teenage janks. For those who might not be familiar with The Wonder Years, this was a uh, kind of a retro TV show that, that uh, followed our main character, Kevin Arnold, as he grew up uh, from the years, I think, what, 1968 to 1973. Uh, that's the years that it took, you know, Vietnam, right. all that so sort of stuff. 20 yeah. years later. So it's yeah. as if today it was a show about 19... 19- uh, 93 97. <laughs> right yeah, yeah exactly so um and at the time it really it had it had a great soundtrack a lot of 60s music it had a lot of the the kind of retro feel for it and all that sort of stuff um so i watched i remember watching the show from the first episode yes and i watched every episode all six years i remember this finale i remember everything about it i love the show this is one of my favorite shows uh despite me getting teased mercilessly through middle school for bearing a slight resemblance to fred savage i was wondering i was wondering when we were gonna bring that up because there is the one scene that i was watching and i was like that's weird because (laughs) it was kind of it was a little jarring for it was, me. It was a little too close to home? A little too close to home. Yeah. Well, what's even more a little too close for home is uh, that the series creator, um, while the TV show was filmed in Los Angeles, and in it you see their palm trees and things like yeah. that, they never actually say where they are in the country. The idea is that it's, it's in a small suburban town or whatever. Uh, the creator of the show modeled it after and wanted it to be set in his hometown of Huntington on Long Island. Which I think I had... As an impression in my brain, and then so when, so just background on me, I either never saw this finale or saw it but don't remember because I don't care about things and I'm a horrible person, but there was a point where the view pulled back to their block, this idyllic suburban block, and I was like, yeah, that's totally Long Island, and then I saw the palm trees and and thought... 
this whole thing happened in California. Well, I totally for I hadn't remembered that at all about that, the show. That's been a law. It's a, it's a law. It's a sticking point. It would be because the the creator is from Long Island. And for the, you listeners who might not know, we are from Long Island. In it's fact, a surprise. In fact, literally the town of Huntington on Long Island. We grew up in the town next to it, but in the municipal of Huntington. Uh, so and the fact you know budget reasons and all this stuff. TV happens in California and that sort of stuff. But I remember when the show started, Kevin wore a New York Jets jacket. Like, yeah. so there was a lot of, like, thinly veiled Long Island references, even though it took place in California. Um, but, yeah, so I kind of looked like Kevin Arnold when I was in middle school. This show started when I was in fifth or sixth grade. Right, and it ends in... The end of high school. The end of high school, and that was... We were in high school. At the time, Summer yeah. of 93 was the summer before my senior year of high school, summer before your junior, junior year. Yeah. yeah, so we were primed for yeah. the Yeah, so age we were probably just as awkward, <laughs> if yeah. not more awkward, yep. than these teenagers. Yep. And so uh, so for this finale episode, quick uh, kind of summary of what happens in it. It's the, it's the beginning of summer, summer 1973. Uh, Kevin, our main character, is, 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 is not doing well. His girlfriend is going off to work a summer job at a resort, uh, presumably in the Catskills. Or whatever, or, or the Catskills are Napa? in California, or like, Napa. I don't know. <laughs> um, and his friends are going off on a road trip, and his other friend is is studying right, in summer trip school to New York. <laughs> right. Well, to this, be fair. Well, no, the, the friends' road trip was they're going to New York, New Orleans, and then San Francisco, which is not a very well planned road trip. In, in, no matter where you're leaving from, <laughs> they're teenagers. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole point: is that these people are idiots. With a young Giovanni Ribisi. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I, and I even wrote in my notes. Hi, Giovanni Rubisi. Hi, other guy. <laughs> and good chance they died on that road trip. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had, like, one sleeping bag. Yeah. And, uh, and like... A, a, a beater of a car. And the, yeah. yeah. But so uh, Kevin is stuck at home working for his dad at the furniture factory and just mad at life. Also, um, I was like, Kevin's dad made furniture? Well, that happened on the show. So I'm his, sure it did. His, but... <laughs> his dad originally worked at Norcom. Which was like a, yeah, Long Long Island, right? And then he quit and bought a furniture factory because that was his dream. That was a plot point in like season four. Yeah, which so, either, yeah. again, I either didn't watch or watched and didn't remember because I am not a good person. And in the Wonder Years defense, having the dad work for a company called Norcom is a great name of a like a, oh, a military industrial military yeah. company. And actually yeah. friends of mine in college had a, a band called Norcom Defense Industries. I actually think that if they made a Norcom t-shirt yes that you would own it oh yeah that's, that's definitely that's a good one anyway so uh so kevin is stuck working in in this furniture factory for the summer mad at life and so he and a lot of talk about uh they're all finding themselves like a very 70s, very like, 70s. we gotta find ourselves and that yeah. sort of thing and uh you get some sense of some tension between him and winnie his girlfriend uh, do you remember that being a point earlier mm-hmm. in the season because it sounds like he broke up with her yeah it sounds like he did the whole we need space we need to right. find each and other she was like cool i got a job out of town and he was like oh hey about that space thing i meant i didn't mean that i meant like <laughs> right space you know apart together though so he quits his job he has a falling out with his dad he packs a bag and goes up to surprise her at her resort job always um, a good idea not a good idea and uh and that needless to say that goes poorly uh, he sees her kissing another lifeguard, and so then he storms off in a huff. She gets fired from the job. They end up meeting up on the road together. They have a very emotional evening. 
And then uh, the series ends with them returning back hometown for the 4th of July parade and he sees their family. And then it goes into a true series finale yes. where the, the, the whole show had the, the device of an older Kevin narrating. So right. you got a sense of what he was thinking, whatever. And so in the true series finale, uh, he goes from character to character and explains what happened to them. Uh, and then, you know, it kind of ends with a nice little monologue about childhood and growing up and, you know, and looking back on And promises life. of innocence yep. and truth and heartbreak <laughs> and friendship and... <laughs> so uh, this, uh, this finale kills me every time I see it. Like, yeah, that does not surprise me. This is like tailor-made to be a tearjerker for Ron. This is like pushing every sentimental button. Every button there, there, there is. is. There's like a sibling thing. There's like a dad thing. There's a mom thing. There's a like the girl next door thing. Like every single thing. Yeah, it gets me every time. It's almost like I could imagine sitting next to you watching this. Someone is pulling your teeth out just like one at a time. You're like, <laughs> no. and then this. Well, I'm not in pain, but it's but it definitely like it's this this series finale. Actually Actually, like talking about, I tear up talking about it, and and like the moment that's pain. That and counts the, as pain. The moment at the end of this episode when like they go back and he sees the dad, like that's when it's oh, it starts. Yeah. And, but, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. So uh, let's talk about Kevin and Winnie. Okay. <laughs> so as I'm watching this episode, I am realizing the more we do this show, yeah the more you may realize that you shouldn't like me as much as you do. <laughs> because I, most of it, I was, in, it was so much, it's so awkward. And it's so painful. Yeah. And you don't, You don't to, like cringe. Like I that is don't. not, yeah. It's not like an emotion that I enjoy. Right. And being a teenager was really embarrassing enough to watch other people be teenagers is well, horrifying. But the thing about this, though, I mean, despite it being kind of, you know, you know, hammed up for TV and that sort of thing, this was a, a very realistic... Oh, yeah. Like, teenage, like, like the dumb 17-year-old kid, I'm going to go surprise my girlfriend, and, like, that is a not a good idea. Oh, no. and yeah. that, I mean, I think that's why it was so cringeworthy, not because yeah. the acting was so horrible... <laughs> which, which, which made, well, let's it was it. not great, yeah. well, but it was fine. Twenty five years old. It conveyed yeah. an emotion. Yeah, you know enough of an emotion that I was. I mean, I had my, I had my eyes covered. I was like, please don't. Oh yeah. God! Like mm-hmm. I know what's coming, and it's not going to be good. So their relationship to me, they had zero chemistry. Aww. I didn't buy them together at all, yeah. and I didn't know. But that seems really teenagery. Like it seems appropriate, yeah. right? Like there were plenty of relationships at that period in our lives where you think it's the end of the world right. if if it doesn't go on. And then looking back on it, you're like, yeah, no, they had nothing in common. Like right. they should all not the, have actually the, been together, all, except they had their whole entire lives. Right. In all common. the all they had in common was the fact that they grew up next door to each other. And he even says it in the in the right. monologue bit or the the narration bit is that. Up to that point in my life, every good thing that had happened to me involved her in some way. Right. Right. So, right. Yeah. so I mean, that was poignant. And I I totally, I mean, how far into this are we going? I, the moment where they're in the barn. Yeah. Are we, can we talk about sure, the barn? Sure, yeah, yeah. We, the pivotal barn scene. The pivotal, you guys remember the barn scene. First of all, 
that the lighting yeah. in that scene was magical. Yeah. Not just because it's 100% incredulous <laughs> and made in a reality that doesn't exist, but it was really beautiful. Yeah. And it is how I would imagine one would remember that right. as an adult. So you mentioned that the narrator is there and he's telling this whole story as if he's, you know, it's how I met your mother or yeah. how American beauty. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the grand tradition of, of narration. But, um, you know, he's telling that. And to me, that felt like, yes, that's how you would remember it. You would remember Winnie in half light, half shadow. Yep. They got caught in the rain. She's wrapped in a blanket. It's, you know, she's crying and it's the raindrops and the tears and the wet hair and the yep. blanket. It was really, really well done. And, Totally not. You know, clearly it wasn't reality. It was right. more of a romanticized memory. memory yeah. And the fight is stupid, and they're stupid teenagers. But she says at one point, I don't want it to end. Yeah. Uh. And that, to me, is very real, right? You're in a situation that you know isn't going to last. You know, yeah. it can't. You're 17. Um, like, you're, you're on, you're on, you're, you're at the end of a, a a chapter and right. the begin the beginning of a new chapter. So there's and a little so, bit of, yeah. of of them just mourning growing up. Yeah. In a way, they had that moment where they acknowledged that they were growing up. Right. And very then, Essie Hinton. Okay. Yeah. Very yeah. outsiders. I mean, yeah. minus the 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 violence. Sure. And, and the social class warfare, but. I mean, stay gold. <laughs> stay gold, Kevin Arnold. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I really, I liked that part of it, and mm. I thought the narration was needed to be heavy at the end, because you yeah. needed to tell the story of everyone, but um, I thought it was well done. Yeah. I thought it was well done. But I, I, as an adult watching it, I was like, yeah, no, of course they don't, they right. can't be together. Like, they're not, first of all, he's a jerk. <laughs> I mean, my entire notes for this episode are, oh, Wayne's a jerk. And then like five minutes later, oh, God, Kevin is a jerk. And then I was like, oh, Kevin's just like his dad. Oh. And then like, oh, his dad's a good guy. That's yeah. like pretty much the whole story arc for me there is that really Kevin needs to grow up. Yeah, well, Ke yeah, Kevin wasn't the best character despite having a a a, a, a light likeness bearing uh, closely to him I can say that he was not the best character did not make the best decisions but that's part of the, what made the, the charm of the show and like the the major story arc of the show was of course Kevin growing up but it was him and Winnie I mean the show oh, started totally, yeah. I mean I mean it was so fun like in college me and one of my best friends every time we saw a girl that we thought was cute we do the da -da 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 -da, uh, like the Winnie theme music oh. right you know like it was just like from, I remember from that first episode of the Wonder Years when you saw Winnie for the first time and the little acoustic guitar oh, rep yeah. plays and I like mean, yeah the thing yeah. is is that his adorableness really tempered the fact that he was an idiot, right? Yeah. And when you're a kid, I mean he start it started when he's like what 12 or something. Yeah. And then Watching a 12-year-old makes mis make mistakes is adorable. Watching a 17-year-old... Is cringy. Is, I mean, oh. ugh, yeah. like really painful. I know we're jumping around a little bit. I'm going to need to talk about the card game at some point. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, well, let's, let's do that then. So while, so while, just to recap for anyone who hasn't seen it, while he's at the, the resort, uh, he, uh, he's, he gets a job as a busboy and Winnie's off with the other lifeguards, and so he's feeling lonely, so uh, he goes to play poker with the merengue band. 
Yeah, so he plays poker with the merengue band. The first game, all his busboy friends are like, don't play poker with the band. Yeah. And he goes in, he's like, I got this. And he bluffs them and he does very well. And yeah. he skips off into the evening. Feeling good, like finally gets a win. Yeah, he like, that's a the thing. win. Like, like he, you know, he had just, he got in a fight with his dad. He loses his job. You know, yeah. He, yeah, his friends have left him. He's all very rudderless. He got, he, he did something. He did it. Right. Yeah. And like most idiots, yeah. he does not know when to quit. Right. Well, so what happened? I mean, he, he's so excited that he did something go. He goes off to find his girlfriend to tell her. Oh, that's... And he sees her kissing the other guy. And so now, so he's back feeling down. And then the next day it gets even worse. And so he's like, all right, I'm going to leave. But before I leave, I'm going to get another win under my belt. And he goes back to the poker game. Never go back. Never go back. Don't go back. Yep. <laughs> don't go back. So I don't know if, like, in the universe of the Wonder Years, if they had played him the night before so that... Oh, I had that he, same thought, maybe, yeah, yeah. Because he wasn't that good a player, right, but yeah. he won. And then this night, I mean, it was so atrocious. Yeah. And it was, like, so just hand after hand after hand painful. The fact that he put his car keys in the pot. Yeah. And then they took the car. That's what happens. That's yeah. what happens. And then that kept on coming up for me for the rest of the episode. So that happens, <laughs> I don't know, a third, a half of the way through mm. this entire experience. Every five seconds, I'm like, who, when, you're going to tell your, are you going to tell your dad about the car? <laughs> so he and his dad, and we can get more into the dad stuff, but yep. he and his dad have a series of bad son dad moments well, well that's that's what i was gonna say so like so the, the 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 main story arc is kevin's growing up kevin's you know kind of you know the story of him growing up through his teen years and that is told through the as i see the wonder years the a plot of him and winnie cooper mm -hmm. but then it's the b plot of him and his dad because it's, and, it's him becoming a man right and i will put this out there that in the history of television i do not think there is a better tv dad than dan loria as Kevin Arnold's dad, who I don't even know his name in the in the show, to be honest, his father, his father's no, first name. Kevin so Arnold's like, dad. Kevin Arnold's dad. Yeah. I Dan Loria, who I saw Jack Arnold out to eat in a Chinese food restaurant oh. in Midtown in New York. Oh, oh great! And um, I said, "Oh my God, it's Kevin's dad!" Right. For literally years, the dad sitting at the kitchen table, trying to read the paper. Breathing through his nose maneuver was it was too real to be honest. As someone who he has a, a father, yeah, as someone who has a father who is from New York and Long Island and breathes through his nose, and you don't want to get that look, like he gave the annoyed, you know. And even in this episode with the scenes of Kevin working for his dad and him like lording over him and, and kind of you know nagging him or whatever, like, and then the argument and like everything, all the interactions with the dad have always been painfully realistic. So let me ask you this question: yes. as an adult watching it again, did you still feel like he was, the dad was kind of like hounding him and giving him a hard time at work? No. Well, no. I think. Okay. Because yeah. the way you said it, I was like, are you still taking Kevin's side? No, 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 no. Yeah, no. As, as, as an adult, but I get where Kevin's coming from because I've been in that way, in that place too. But the dad is just being the dad. I mean, that that's the problem is that like at the dad that is age. Just being a normal Person. Right, right, but at that age, you're never gonna get a, you never get along with right, your dad because yeah. you're growing into your own person and you're trying to. I mean, that's the whole point of being a teenager is you at some point are breaking free. You're gonna go live on your own. You're gonna yep. go do your own thing, and you know, I think the tension with the dad was really well done. 
I can't believe he doesn't tell. So there's tension with his dad. They get into a series of fights. The dad comes up to the Catskills ca- camp, yeah, I, and like drops off stuff from mom, yeah. which is very sweet. And Kevin's a jerk about it. Yeah, and. Then when they see each other again at Fourth of July, there's this like, oh, we're going to be cool about it. Yep. Dad says, hey, son, yeah. how you doing? And he says, great. And I'm like, are you going to tell him about the car? <laughs> 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 like, I'm doing great. I hitchhiked home yeah. because I lost my car in a card game. To but a that doesn't work man. in the narrative, though. And also, but also, that's also very true, too, in that like the silence it's the stuff that's unsaid, and which then is even everything. and then which even with the, the last shot of the show, with people in it, is, is Kevin and the dad together. sitting at the, in the kitchen having a coke, and he's at the dad's having coffee yeah. at the end of the day, and just kind of reflecting on it, and like now everything's back and nice. And I got to tell you, and the the stuff about liking the dad, even though as intimidating and scary and breathing through his nose as he was. When Kevin and Winnie come back and they're at the parade, they see everybody and the narrator kicks in and they're going through what happened to everybody. And when he says that his brother Wayne took over the factory two years later after dad passed away, that I'm getting choked up now just saying it like that gets me every time. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. That was like a glimpse into the future that no one was prepared for. You're not prepared for it, not expect, which you probably weren't prepared for when he passed. Especially when you're a kid, you know, everyone is immortal all the time. Even when, you know, you're yelling at them. In terms of tear-jerking finale tools, they pulled that lever really well. Oh, yeah. You don't see that coming and it hurts and it's, yeah, so... Um, and yeah, and then we find out that him and Winnie do not end up together, that she goes to Paris to study art history, and he picks her up from the airport when she comes back from Europe with his wife and kid. Yeah. Um, so they still maintain a relationship. Apparently, but he got another car <laughs> at some point. <laughs> at some point, because he picked her up from the airport. he picked her up from right? the yeah. airport. Yeah. Um, but so going back to the barn, uh, they did it, right? I guess. I mean, it, it's it's uh, my vibe is that that was their special night in the barn together, and they, you know, they had not done it before. They had not done it up to that point. There, that kissing scene was yeah. really long. It was a very long kissing scene, and not very good. No, and I, <laughs> as a, as a rule, don't yeah. tend to watch teenagers kissing each other because yeah. it feels weird sure. and awkward. And then it was just a really long. It was long. Yeah. It wasn't like. I'll tell you this. It's not like kids today when they make shows for teenagers when they're cast with like 30-year-olds and then when they're doing it, you're like, eh, it's 30-year-olds doing it, right. whatever. But when you're These watching like really young people kissing well, that, for that long, it actually was really uncomfortable. Well, that, that was kind of one of my takeaways too is that like, so the opening of the show that at least we saw, oh, that's a whole other tragedy, by the way, is that the, open, oh, the, the, the opening credits of the show were originally the Joe Cocker version of A Little Help From My Friends, the Beatles song. Which is what drew us to watch this yes. episode to begin with. And as, you know, me, like many shows, in the 80s and 90s that uh, they did not anticipate having a life on DVD or streaming. They did not uh, negotiate the music rights for those. And so I was very saddened to see on Netflix where Wonder Years can be watched on right now is that the opening song has been replaced by another random cover of A Little Help of My Friends. Yeah. It is not the Joe Cocker version, uh, which is just but a heartbreak. But it is a cover of, of the Joe Cocker version. Which is weird because it's, it's like a cover a of the cover of the Beatles. Of the Beatles. Yeah. But, um, but in watching the opening credits during this episode... They look like babies when the yeah. show started, yeah. and like, and I think that's really interesting to do 
actual age appropriate casting on a show yeah. because now watching this in the finale six years later you see them grow up you know like you see him right. you, Kevin is, is close to becoming a man it's Winnie not is a like woman it's not like Donna yeah. Martin graduates she was already well Andrea was 35 yeah, right yeah, I so. mean and you're like oh like you're yeah. okay yeah. but yeah there were they, and I think that that's part of why I, I watched this whole episode through my hands covering my eyes because they weren't grown-ups pretending to be awkward teenagers like they were teenagers and it was very um accurate and the 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 kind of like melange of emotions it's like i'm jealous but i'm not gonna say i'm jealous i'm i love you but i'm gonna say i'm mad you know i all of that is was palpable in a way that i didn't enjoy at all (laughs) (laughs) okay so so to wrap it up so looking back on the series finale so you didn't enjoy it you did not like it no i I did. I'm glad. I'm glad we watched it. Okay. It reminded me that the ending was very good. Yep. And it's a strong finale. It was it's a, a strong it's finale. It's a good, like, good way to go out. There were no cop outs. No. Yep. None. Yep. No. Gave us just enough of what happens to them. Yeah. Like, they're you know. like, Paul turned out to be a lawyer who's allergic to stuff. Well, that was his That's thing. That's the wrap up for that guy. I know, Paul. Probably like the most brilliant lawyer, <laughs> the smartest person on the show by far. And he sneezes. And he sneezes. They're like, catchphrase, sneeze guy. There's the sneeze guy. It's funny because he has a big nose and he sneezes. Poor Paul. But aside from Paul, very satisfying to know where everybody ends. We see Olivia Dabo comes back, the sister. She's pregnant. Oh, like, do before the... we wrap up. Yeah. Kevin says, she had her son in September. in September. I think he looks like me. A family resemblance. That sort of th- I know that's weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. weird. That's weird. It was a little weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I don't oh, suspect anything. And so before, but... but also, so he says, you know, his sister had the baby, and Wayne and the dad passed away. Mom was a great. Mom's um, great. Here's a little confession. Uh, the mom has always reminded me of your mom. Oh. Just in, <laughs> just in ways of like she's she's very nice. She's you know she like is very nice. yeah. I mean like it just little kind of you know. The like, mom you know. has maybe like the best line of the episode. Oh uh, well, oh about the you you don't have to fi- you can find yourself in a you don't need to find your you don't need to leave home to find yourself or what was it you need to. People don't realize it, but there are a lot of places you can find yourself, yeah. which is really a lame statement. Like yeah, you, know, you don't realize it, but the way she said it. She was talking about, like, you could walk into a restaurant yep. and be totally lost, and then you realize you found yourself. That, to me, like, if you're in the middle of the 70s or the early 70s, and your kid is about to, like, drive away from home, it's clear that she had that moment. Yeah. It's clear that she walked into a restaurant one day totally lost. Yeah. And we don't ever know what that story is. But you know that that experience yeah, happened to her yeah. and she's trying to convey that wisdom and I think that like that that is like what my mom is like, yeah. right? Yeah, like, right. Like mom is like really smart, compassionate, doesn't yeah. talk about shit that happened yeah. to her. Right. Right? Like but you know there's stuff going yeah. on in there. And yeah. that was something about like stereotypical moms and dads, right? right? Yeah. Like they yeah. were the face of law and order, of the rules, of yep. compassion, of all of those things, but you didn't, when you're a teenager, you didn't know them as people. Yeah. So I think the parents on this whole show did a great job of being that, right? Yeah. Like clearly there's stuff going on in their world, hmm. but 
it's not about that for the kids. Right. And and like and there's so much stuff like in the beginning of the episode when the Kevin's friends are going to go on the road trip and Kevin's Kevin's going to go with them and he's telling his parents he's going to go with them and his dad's like no you're not. And he's like that's it. You're not, you know. And and like I've had that argument. Yeah. Like Except, you know, that, that, and, and like Kevin you I went. always go. <laughs> but they didn't pick me up from the airport when I came home. So, like, I. No, I did. I know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, um, all right. So, all in all, the Wonder Years, what, what do you give? What, what, thumbs up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thumbs up. Okay. I mean, if I would have enjoyed it if there was a little bit less underage. Teenager kissing. kissing. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. I thought it was very good. Yeah, I think that they, they nailed the emotional beats. It's a good wrap-up to a series. They give all the characters their moment. Uh, maybe minus Paul. but um, Poor Paul. Yeah, so... Uh, all right, well, let's go wrap it up for the Wonder Years, one of my personal favorite series finales. I'm so glad that I got you to watch it because it's, it's I, I love it. It just makes me, I want to cry even just talking about it. Uh, Softy. <laughs> all right, so you can follow us on Twitter at Finale Podcast and around Facebook at Finale Podcast. You can find all of our episodes at finalepodcast.com. And if the mom reminds you of my mom, let us know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to keep on trying. I'm gonna make a child, oh no Gonna get by with my friend Oh, I'm gonna get on back Yes, I'm gonna get on back Wanna take them all along I'm gonna take them all along